Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Luke chapter 17. Then we're going to look at the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let us go ahead and get started. Sin, faith, duty. Jesus said to his disciples, Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come, but woe to anyone through whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourself. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. If they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day, and seven times come back to you, saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. He replied, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from that field, Come along now and sit down to eat. Won't he rather say, Prepare my supper, get yourself ready and wait on me while I eat and drink. After that you may eat and drink. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, We are unworthy servants, we have only done our duty. Jesus heals ten men with leprosy. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. The Coming of the Kingdom of God Once on being asked by the Pharisees when the Kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The Coming of the Kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor would people say, Here it is, or there it is because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he said to his disciple, The time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, There he is, or here he is. Do not go running off after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning, which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also would it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On the day no one who is on the housetop 
with possessions inside, should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed, one will be taken and the other left. The two women will be grinding grain together, one will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. He replied, Where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. This is the end of Luke chapter 17. Now let's look at the quick takeaways. First we see Jesus is warning Christians and everyone who can, who can hear that God protects his people. And there are terrible consequences for those who make Christians stumble, especially new or young believers in the faith. The second takeaway, Jesus also tells his disciples that Christians must forgive endlessly any trespass done unto them as long as people repent. And then the third takeaway, Jesus foretells his second coming when no one knows the day or the hour, but he tells them to be ready for it will be a surprise to everyone, just like it was in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot. First he will come for his church and rapture them into heaven, and then he will return to establish his kingdom on earth. So in summary, Jesus warns Christians to protect the young believers and make sure they don't cause them to stumble via bad example or otherwise. Jesus also foretells his second coming and the rapture of the church. So now let's end with a quick prayer. Lord God Almighty, teach us to be role models of the Christian faith. Give us the strength to obey your word and the blessing to influence others for good in your kingdom. Father, help us always be ready for your return so that we are not caught unprepared. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Luke chapter 17. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.